Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Krishpu and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to your life, you actually want to be living, how to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so abundant. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you are a longtime listener, I'm so happy and grateful that you choose to spend this time with me. I upload new episodes every week, twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday. So if you haven't already, go ahead and click click subscribe so that you get notifications when I upload new episodes. And before we dive into today's episode, which is all about the tagline of my show, which is about creating a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so satisfying from within, I want to take a couple of minutes to request you to please what, go to whatever podcast platform you are listening to, just take a couple of minutes and leave a re- review. I'd be so, so grateful because it really helps with the algorithm and making sure that more people who could benefit from the content that I share are able to access these episodes. It'll only take a couple of minutes. And once you've done so, please come to Instagram. My handle is at kushpu.kway. Send me a screenshot of your review. And as a token of my appreciation, I would love to offer you a nervous system regulation meditation with this meditation, if you commit to doing it for 30 days, you'll be very, very happy with the results that unfold because what the premise of this meditation is, it's only about like 10 or 11 minutes. It's going to help you stabilize your nervous system because as we talk about all the time on the podcast, when your nervous system is regulated, you can be a lot more intentional about where you place your focus and how you're feeling. And when you can control how you think and feel, and therefore the actions you take, now you're in charge of your energy. And when you are in charge of your energy, guess what? You're going to be in charge of the outcomes that unfold because at the end of the day, your life is just a mirror reflection of you. It's just a byproduct of the energy you are bringing into the world. So it'll only take a couple of minutes and I'd be so grateful. And let me know once you do, and I will send over this meditation. And today's episode, I'm really excited to talk about because it's a part of manifestation, which most people either ignore or they aren't even aware the degree of which it's actually influencing their manifestations and their ability to see their desires unfold. And the minute you start to pay attention to this, you will notice yourself just becoming so much more magnetic. Your point of attraction is going to rise and you're going to notice that you're just attracting abundance without trying so hard. And it's all about authenticity. Authenticity, being true to yourself, is one of the most magnetic energies to be operating out of. But what happens is most of us, as much as we don't want to identify as being inauthentic, we're living our lives from a very inauthentic place. And this comes down to our own internal fears and narratives and limitations and whatnot that are causing us to live in a way that isn't true to us. And over time, these decisions, these choices, they compound. And before we know it, we've created such a misalignment between how we're presenting ourselves to the world versus how we're showing up. And that misalignment is what is being reflected back to us. That is why we are living a life that isn't as fulfilling as it should be. So on paper, it might look great, but when you put your head in the pillow, 
there's a part of you that knows something is missing, something is amiss. And those unwanted parts of your life that makes you feel quite sick, literally, these come from a place of inauthenticity. If I just sum it up, think of it almost like an inauthenticity hangover. So you know that feeling when you have one too many drinks, it's really fun in the moment and it makes total sense. But the next day you wake up and you feel nauseous, you feel exhausted, your head is pounding, you feel kind of gross in your body. And you're just feeling terrible. Why? It's a symptom of your choices you made the night before. And similarly is when we continue to be inauthentic and act from a place of our ego because of our own fears and show up as someone who are not, we're going to experience the repercussions of those choices. We're going to experience essentially an inauthenticity hangover. And what are the symptoms of an inauthenticity hangover? By the way, I should definitely coin this term because I think it's brilliant. <laughs> but what are the symptoms? You're going to attract toxic partners, backstabbing friends, or not even backstabbing friends, but maybe just friends who you don't feel seen with, or you feel like you don't belong. You're going to attract a job that drains you. So yeah, on paper, it might tick off all the boxes, but you find yourself dreading getting out of bed every morning. You're constantly exhausted and drained. Money feels like a struggle. So you're constantly fighting to get that money to come towards you. And essentially, you are living a life that looks good on paper, if you're lucky enough for that even. But deep down, you know it doesn't feel great. Your soul, who you are on a core foundation level, is not lit up. And here's the thing is that when we don't allow our true self to be seen, and this comes purely from our ego, which I'm going to dive into in a second. But when we don't allow ourselves to be seen, so we're walking around with a mask based on who we think we need to be, or we're shying away from parts of us because we feel like it won't be accepted. When we aren't allowing ourselves to be fully seen, we attract people who don't see us. When we don't value our needs and preferences. So again, it's living from a place of people-pleasing. I don't mind. Anything works because we're shy of asking for what we want. We attract people and circumstances who devalue us and who make us feel undervalued. When you compromise your authenticities for money, for relationships, or any other outcome, you're going to attract an outcome that is so out of alignment with you because at the end of the day, authenticity is freedom freedom to be yourself, but you're attracting circumstances whereby you feel trapped. And when you keep molding to other people and the external world, so based on who you're around, you show up as a different version of yourself. And I mean, we all know people like that. And maybe you are one of them, whereby with certain people, you feel like you have to be more reserved. Whereas with your certain family members, you're a lot more outgoing and you're you're talking about topics that light you up, whatever it is. But when you keep conforming to the world around you based on societal expectations, but also the self-imposed expectations, you're making yourself powerless in the interaction. You're lowering your point of attraction and you're making yourself a victim of your environment. And anytime your external world, whether it's the people, the circumstance around you are dictating who you are and how you show up for the world, you are not in control. And this essentially is known as self-abandonment. I mean, we talk about self-love on this podcast all the time. And self-love has nothing to do with bubble baths, wearing a face mask, 
eating a nice bar of chocolate, drinking a yummy glass of wine. I mean, those are all different forms of self-care, but self-love is self-acceptance and accepting every part of you and honoring it, owning it and celebrating it. But again, it's when you're dimming yourself and you're changing to try and impress other people, that level of self-abandonment is what is pushing you out of alignment with yourself and the world around you because the relationship you are having with yourself is mirrored back to you in every other relationship, whether it's your relationship with the people around you, your relationship with money, relationship with jobs, whatever it is. And in the state of self-abandonment, you're creating a very volatile internal state. And the same way a seed can only grow in a harmonious environment. So let's say that I plant a tomato seed. I need to make sure if I want to see that seed sprout and grow into this beautiful, abundant crop, I need to keep watering it and make sure that I'm doing my bit to create that harmonious environment. But if I'm if I'm not giving it what it needs, how will that seed grow? And similarly is you as an individual, you can only grow in a stable, harmonious environment. And that level of self-abandonment you're creating a level, a, a internal state where you don't feel safe. You're living from a place of nervous system overdrive. You're sending your nervous system into a fight, flight, or freeze mode. And as much as we think of stressors as external stressors, but this is one of the easiest ways to raise our level of cortisol and encourage and turn on that stress response is when we are abandoning ourselves. Our bodies, our nervous systems, they react the same way as though a lion was charging towards us. And what happens is, is because your nervous system is on total overdrive in the state of self-abandonment, all your resources are being used up to keep you alive. And when all these resources are being used up to keep you alive, energy gets stuck. That stuck energy within yourself is what is being mirrored back to you. That is why you keep feeling like I'm stuck in life. Nothing is happening. Nothing is moving. And the real reason you're stuck, it's because you are doing this to yourself. And I say it with total love, but it's now, if you want to liberate energy, so when I say liberate energy, if you want to start seeing circumstances around you change and move and grow and expand, you need to create that sense of internal expansion and that you have to now liberate yourself, your soul, and the energy within you. Because when you can liberate your soul, that part of you, that who, who you are at a core foundation level and start being so true to yourself, now you're in alignment with yourself. And that alignment is what gets mirrored back to you. And that resistance to own who you are, to be your most authentic self, when you're resisting that fundamental part of you, that's the resistance that's keeping your desire at arm's length. Because at the end of the day, your desire is just energy and energy can only flow through the path of least resistance. And if you're creating resistance, or like I said, resisting those, so, sorry, certain parts of you, that's what's keeping you stuck. And a lot of this need to conform to the world around us, or maybe dim our light and not be true to ourselves, it comes down to a fear of judgment and a fear of not belonging, the fear of what other people might say, how others might treat you if you really show who you are and whatnot. And one thing which I'll start this part of the podcast episode with is the people you're worried about who may or may not be judging you, they're not going to be nursing your inauthenticity hangover. Those people you're worried about who might judge you, they aren't paying your bills 
And they are sure as hell not going to be consoling you when you're up at night knowing you are living a life that isn't true to you. And, you know, as humans, one of our most primal needs is a sense of belonging. This goes back to the days when we were cavemen and we would roam around in packs. We all want a tribe. We all want to fit in. And community is so important. That's how we grow as individuals. We can only go so far on our own. We need people to help us become our most magnanimous self. But the sad thing is, is that when belonging and authenticity are up against each other, belonging always wins. And that's why we tend to morph into a certain way because we're so scared of being isolated and being alone. And the reality is, is that when you are operating from your truest and most authentic self, you might lose people along the way. But let's reframe that. You're not losing them. You're making space so that the right people can gravitate towards you. Because when you are being your truest and most authentic self, you become a magnet, not just for people, but people who are so true to you and who are actually coming from a place of wanting the best for you. Because here's the thing is that we all have our tribe. We all have our people. You might not have met your people yet, but take ownership. Where are you not allowing those people to come to you? And the next time you show who you are and someone maybe walks out of your life, which honestly, it's their loss. I don't even need to know you, but if you are owning who you are, you are a wonderful person and I would love to get to know you because there's nothing more endearing than being around somebody who is their truest self. There is nothing more there's nothing more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not coming to me. But anywho, own it. The fact, if, if you are somebody who's being true to yourself and you lose someone along the way, peace out, their loss, there is the door. But okay, that's a bit harsh. But what I want you to reframe it now is changing it. Rather than create a narrative that I'm not good enough, I don't fit in, they don't like me. No, we're just not aligned. This is who I am. I'm on this amazing journey that I call my life. And I'm going to keep moving forward, keeping true to myself, keep living a life that is so authentic to me. And the right people are going to join me in this journey. And I might lose people along the way, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to do this journey on my own. And I think when you can walk in that energy and that level of power, again, you don't need anyone to feel a particular way because you're giving it yourself. Guess what? People flock to you. And so now let's talk about moving into a place of authenticity. What is authenticity? It's number one, being true to yourself. Freedom to be who you are and feeling safe and secure within yourself to reveal your truest self. I'll repeat these. What authenticity boils down to is number one, being true to yourself. Number two, the freedom to be who you are on a core foundational level, not what society expects of you or who you think you need to be, but who giving yourself permission to be exactly as you are and feeling safe and secure within yourself so that you can reveal yourself so that you're not letting your fears and internal narratives and limitations dictate who you're going to be and how you're going to show up for this world. And when it comes to manifestation, you don't attract what you want. You attract more of who you are being. And it's all about now cultivating these different emotional states of your desire so that you can attract it into your life, so that you're actually a vibrational match with or without your desire. And whatever it is you're manifesting, whether it's a partner, whether it's meaningful connections in terms of more authentic friendships, whether it's improving your well-being, whether it's more money coming in with more ease, the job that gets you jumping out of bed, whatever it is you are manifesting for yourself, 
I'm pretty sure that some of the emotions you associate with those desires is freedom, safety, and expansion. But here's the thing is that when you are living in your ego, when you are operating from a place of inauthenticity and trying to impress other people, because essentially when we're trying to impress other people, it's because we're living in our ego. Because we're living in our ego, we're going to attract other ego-driven people. When we are out of alignment with ourselves, we're going to also, also attract other people who are out of alignment with themselves. But if you want to now start to become a vibrational match to your desires, start to cultivate those feelings of freedom, safety, and expansion within yourself so you can see them, that expansion mirrored back to you and also create more circumstances which leave you feeling free and safe, guess what? You just become a magnet for your desire. And that means stop dimming your light. Stop dimming your light and parts of you that you feel will not fit in. Because when you are dimming your light, you're living from a place of lack. And now you are a vibrational match to lack. And here's the thing. Let's, let's talk about this from a relationship standpoint. Because on some level, we all want to manifest relationships. Whether it's certain friendships, whether it's work relationships, whether it's a you know loving partner or improving existing relationships whether it's with your family or anyone else, but whatever, we, we all want to improve our relationships on some level. And here's the thing is that when you feel safe to be your truest and most authentic self, when you give yourself permission to let your guard down, people are drawn to you. It's relatable. And when you give, when, when you are, sorry, giving yourself permission to let your guard down, you naturally also give people around you that permission to do the same. When you are not letting your ego run the show any longer, that is when you attract people who aren't operating or don't feel the need any longer to operate from a place of ego. And in that moment, you birth a meaningful relationship. And I mean, I have no problem to own the fact that when when it comes to relationships and friendships, I am very, very magnetic in terms of attracting the most high quality people into my life. And it's not that I'm trying or chasing, I, you know, people come to me and I make very much of an effort with these people, but that is the last thing anyone could ever say about me is that I'm a chaser. But at the same time, I'm surrounded by so many beautiful relationships and I'm so grateful. And I know that's not the case for everyone, which is why we have something exciting dropping in January, but I will save that for January, but no. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, the reason why I'm so magnetic when it comes to creating meaningful relationships and building these high quality connections, it's because I'm I'm very authentic. I make a conscious effort to turn down the voice of my ego and I'm living from a very authentic place. I know who I am. I'm, I've done the work and I continue to do the work every single day to cultivate my relationship with myself. And because I know myself so well, I also know where and with whom I'm going to invest my energy. And because I'm showing up from a place of authenticity, I'm also very consistent. I'm very consistent with my relationships. We could be at a coffee, you and me, or we could be at a party with 500 people, and you're going to get the same version of me. With the latter, you might get a more dressed up version of me, but in terms of how I make you feel, you're going to get the exact same version of me. And when it comes to relationships, consistency is stability knowing what you're going to get from another person. But again, if you keep morphing based on your external environment and your circumstance and the people around you, you're, you're going to repel people because they're almost walking in eggshells. What version of, of her are we going to get? 
And that's something which not only will you push away what could be beautiful relationships, but that internal oscillation. So you can't see morphing based on the world around you. That internal oscillation is why you will keep seeing obstacles come up in your life. Not because God or the universe is punishing you, but because your vibration is all over the place and you need to clean up your vibration. And so how do we now start to live a more authentic life so that we can experience all the beautiful benefits, whether it's attracting more high quality relationships, money coming in with more ease, a life that looks great on paper, but feels even more satisfying, all that good stuff. It starts with building yourself up and cultivating your relationship with yourself. It's not a one-time thing. It's a daily commitment to you getting to know you the same ways that I can't meet someone new and then overnight have a relationship with them, but we that we both invest in this relationship. And over time, we build this beautiful relationship. And that is the same with yourself. For so long, whether it's your life, been alive for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, you've just been coexisting with yourself. And if you don't take the time out to get to know yourself, it's very hard to even know how what version of you to show up as. I like to think of it as almost building a compass. The more I get to know myself, the more I have a compass and the more I can choose behaviors which align with when I feel my best. So get to know yourself on a level of what do you like? What are your preferences? What kind of conversations that you are? What brings you joy? What are your values? When do you feel most alive? With who? Start asking yourself these questions and start figuring it out. And it's only through action and engagement and actually conscious awareness are we able to establish who we really are. It's almost a process of unlearning and relearning. And it's so exciting. And I think when you can approach your life from that level, whereby you just getting to know yourself, the same excitement that when you come to get to know a new person, you almost liberate yourself and you add so much joy in this journey. And in the process, I want you to now to start being honest with yourself. We need to have these honest, tough conversations with ourselves is where am I dimming my light? Where am I not being authentic and true to myself? Who are the people in my life that make me feel like I can't be true to myself? And I have a choice now. You're in a fork in the road. You can either perpetuate these behaviors now that you know the repercussions of being inauthentic. You know what it's like to be living an inauthenticity hangover. Or you can choose better. You can make, you can audit your life as necessary. And I also want you to start owning and celebrating your quirks, the parts of you that make you you, the parts of you that you feel are weird or nobody's going to like. Because I promise you, the more you can own and celebrate yourself, I promise you, you will find people who celebrate those parts of you too. Start living for you, start doing things for you, start pouring into you, start committing to you. And oh boy, in that place of abundance, you become such a magnet. That level of authenticity, people will be flocking to you. Jobs will be flocking to you. Money will be flocking to you. And guess what? You will not be having to lift a finger because now you're just the magnet drawing in more of circumstances and more people of the frequency you're operating out of. And so if this episode resonated with you, as always, I would love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway. So send me a DM and can't wait to chat in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. 
If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushbu.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.